Welcome to yet another episode of Coffee Conversations with Vivian, uh, a podcast where we focus on all things centered around music. Um, thank you so much for, for all the messages that I've been receiving um, after listening to all of my episodes. I really appreciate it. And um, I, I do encourage you to subscribe, share and keep on listening because we have some really exciting artists lined up for for the conversations. And today, um, I have one of the, I guess, someone who is changing the face of South African jazz music. He epitomizes taking Africa to the world. He's a composer, arranger, and a instrumentalist. Linda Skakani, welcome. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. So, um, I, I, for me, this was important because uh, I feel like they haven't profiled you enough, you know, uh, considering the things that you've done. Um, and we'll get into it, right? Yeah. You have literally put Africa on the global stage, on the global map. Um, so here you are, a young um, musician, right? And you come from Umlazi. Yes. So you dreamed of going to one of the best arts colleges in the world. And yeah. you literally played your saxophone on into the entrance of the school. So can yeah. we get into how, how that came about? I know that you you entered the Samro, um the twenty sixteen Samro Scholarship competition. Yes. And then you won yes. that. Yes, yes. And then from then, from there how 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 has your journey unfolded well you know to be honest i've always wished to to be part of conversations in the united states uh, as we all know that um jazz in america was was formed by black people from africa mm. you know so i've i've always wished to be part of their conversations just to hear their insights in in the music and improvisation mm. as a whole and you know winning the competition was like a, a stepping stone which allowed me to to like to like um live my dreams of yeah. of you know being in the United States yeah. and and I was really honored to be offered the the award in 2016 which mm-hmm. which has brought so much exposure to me and you know it 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 like it, it sort of amplified my dream to yeah. You, yeah. you know to yeah. to start and you know, just go overseas and be part of the conversations, mm. I guess. And, you know, one thing that I really love about it is the fact that you are changing the narrative of how jazz music has always been viewed. You know, in the past, jazz music was always like um, an old person's um, kind of genre. But mm. here you are and you're a young musician and you are changing the face of jazz music. How does that feel? And you talk about... um how for you being in New York was a cultural exchange. Yes. Tell me about that experience. How was it like, um, I mean, interacting and meeting people or musicians from all across the world, you know, mm-hmm. and you being a young man from South Africa. I mean, Umlazi is not really a big town. It's a small town, you know, mm-hmm. and here you are, you are placing our music on that global scale. What mm-hmm. was it like? And, um, for me, I guess I want us to focus more on how you are changing that narrative, you know, the mm. narrative of jazz music. Mm. Well, first of all, you know, one thing that I usually think about is that um, it is evident in our p- history that a lot of musicians went uh, 
went to exile. Mm. And this time around, we are, I, I went to the United States whereby I'm not running away from anything, mm. but you know, it was just a decision. So, oh, I like that. so this is like, this is like, this is like, <clears throat> um, this is like expressing the shape of jazz in South Africa post apartheid. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, conversations seem to differ because we, we live in, di- in different times now. Mm, mm. And also speaking about like cultural exchange, there's, there's quite a lot happening in South Africa in terms of jazz. And also the parallelism in jazz and politics in South Africa have been, you know, have been there for, 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 for so many yeah, years, you know. Yeah. And I'd say it has been just a great experience mm. just being there at a different time and also like being one of the messengers that are portraying what's happening in South Africa. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh. And so you I, I I just want you to take us through that, you know. Yeah. Just kind of like give us a picture of of you arriving there and what what was it up to what did it live up to your expectations when you got there? What was it like? How different is it um to South African jazz music, you know, um, I'm sure it's there are differences, you know, mm. in terms mm. of the South African jazz um, industry as opposed to the American one. Mm. So, mm. what was it like? What What was the experience like for you? Okay, well, first of all, like the frequency in New York is really high, you mm. know, because you get to meet a lot of people from all over the world. So, so, so that's more like. So that's more like a combination of so many cultural experiences because yeah. a lot of people come from di- from different uh, places, Back- you know, yeah. yeah, backgrounds, and and you know, there's there's <laughs> like there's like a certain sound that that is that is in New York, mm. you know, mm. and then what I've noticed is that I mean the most important thing is to be yourself because yeah. because even in terms of like. Uh, um, well, it's quite a big scene. It has a lot of musicians, and, and and for your voice to be heard, you really need to dig from something deeper, you know. Mm. And and you know, in terms of like the differences in South Africa and New York, it's just that New York is a bigger city. But to me, New York is is like a bigger version of Johannesburg. Yeah, of Johannesburg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So it didn't even take me a long time to tap into that space and, like, you know, mm. tap into the frequency that mm. is in New mm. York. Mm. Okay, so then you have a project that you released. Yes. Um, two sides, one mirror. Yeah. Um, I just want to get uh, the thinking around that. You know how mm. that came about it's a beautiful project by the way i love it thank you so much um, i appreciate it and I, I i i saw you outside of the project there's a there's a, a performance of yours i was watching um and it talks about a night in dc yes what happened that night <laughs> okay <laughs> but let's <laughs> let's talk about your project right. and and let's talk about um some of the music that you you have produced and your connection with i love and for me, I think I had always known your name. You know, your name is... And that's the thing that I really admire about um, jazz musicians. Mm. You will be familiar with the name, but they're not, um, they're not chasing the popularity. So you won't know the face, but you'll be very familiar with the name, right? Mm. And I've always seen your name come up when I go to Orbit, you know, when I check what's... what's um, happening in that week on the, on the program mm. and I've always seen your name but I have never 
actually seen your face until I saw you play with Nduduzo yes. because I, I do um, go to quite a lot of his shows. Yeah. And so one one thing for me that was really um, impressive about you guys as a band is how you all connect, you know. Yeah. You all connect, you take each other to a different frequency at that same time, mm. you know. So let's get into your project and then we'll get into the performance part of it. Okay. So yeah, Two Sides, One Mirror um, mm. is um, is my debut album, which was produced by Mr. Nduduzo Makatini. Mm. It features Sakile Simani on trumpet. Um, yeah. Sanele Pagati on piano, Spelelo uh, Mazibugo on drums, Ntlantlachatebe on bass, Miss mm. Omakuku um, Makatino on vocals, and oh, nice. myself on saxophone and compositions. Yeah. Yeah, well, for me, for me, Two Sides, One Mirror was just a way of collecting some of my stories, you mm. know, and like putting them on a record because mm. it's more like a, a reflective moment for me, yeah. but in song, you mm. know, because every song has a particular story and there's like yeah. a certain chronology linked mm. to every song that's in the project. Mm. And furthermore, the project is just a portal for me to to tap into all the time when I need to find meaning, you know. Like, for instance, my trip going to the America, uh, mm. going to, to America was, mm. g- gave me an opportunity to, to like um sort of leave myself and view myself as an audience mm. you know mm. and i think two sides one mirror speaks it's about a, that exactly about that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so it's a reflection but it's also perspective yes and you looking at it in 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 that sort of sense yeah yeah that's interesting um and so let's talk about the performance side of it so you play the saxophone and until I heard um, Ntutuzo introduce the band and said, you play tenor saxophone. I didn't yes. know that there were variations of the saxophone. Yeah. yeah right. No, are, yeah. Um, and how, how did, so let's, let's, let's take it back a bit. Mm. How, how did that come about? Um, were you always interested in that particular instrument? Um, and then you decided that, you know, I'm going to pursue this um, and play it. How, mm. how, just take us through that. Okay. Like going really back, um, I started playing um, recorder in primary school. Mm. Yeah. And then from there, I played trumpet at Sakula Music Center. Yeah. Linked to the Salvation Army. And then from playing trumpet, I played uh, the clarinet. And then around that time, I just got an interest, you know, I was really interested to jazz and, 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 and there was this young saxophonist. Mm from my school in Umlazi Township, yeah. this music center, Siakula Music Center, yeah. which is led by the late Brian Susi. Mm. And 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 I saw this young cat playing saxophone and I was like, this is this is what I want to play. You yeah. Know? Like to be honest, I, I wouldn't say that you know, it just it just happened organically. Yeah. It just happened organically. And then you yeah. went to school and you literally studied Yeah. Well that instrument or yes um i was taking lessons at siakula music center yeah. in Mlazi and then okay. and then after my metric i decided to enroll at ukzn yeah yeah and how so then how do you ensure that you so you play a lot with 
a band, you know, and I imagine that it's it's one thing playing this instrument, but it's another thing making sure that you are sending out this message, whatever it is, and you're yeah. connecting mm. to the crowd. Mm. How and I, I I mean I see I see um horn players when, when they do it, you really get into that, you know, mm. you get into that element and you're there's something happening. But you're also invoking feeling, you know, mm. in your audience. How how do you you know, how do you ensure that you this happens? Because I imagine that sometimes you feeling like maybe a bit down, you know, you're not always at your happiest. You we're all humans. How do you maintain that? How do you make sure that you're connected to the crowd? I guess it's the alertness, you know. Mm. I mean, when you get on a bandstand, is that you need to be you, you need to be alert and in tune with with what's happening. Yeah. Because I mean, for me, the saxophone is like my external voice. Mm. So whatever I'm going through, it comes out on my saxophone wow. and my playing as well. So so some things you cannot really run away mm. from, but is. But it's just a way of trying to heal yourself all the time and like trying to try to center yourself when yeah. you get on the bandstand. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. And so you've also played with some of the best musicians, you know, in the country and outside of. What has been to date your best um, in terms of playing or sharing a stage with with um, a musician? Which ones would you say have been your best experiences, and mm. and and why specifically those? Mm. You know, when I moved to Joburg, my first jazz gig was through Ndutuzo Makatini, mm. and the first record that I got to play in was Mother Tongue, which is a record yeah, by Ndutuzo yeah, Makatini. Yeah, and you know, being around him and Andeskate has 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 really helped me grow, and you know, they they have been like brothers that have been taking care of me and you know showing mm. me around the scene and also like giving like really 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 um important insights when it comes to music and spirituality yeah and i would yeah. say one of my special moments being on a bandstand is with Ndutuzo Makatini and mm. Anderskate no i see it I, you guys are so you're so in sync it's yeah. actually quite amazing to watch i think there's a sense of healing that even comes with it because you you, you watch and you can see how in sync each yeah. and every one of you guys are. I mean, I even asked you how that show was and you told me that it was a trip. I was like, yeah. you you even sound like Ntutuzo now. <laughs> <laughs> He's my <But>, teacher. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing, man. Um, I, I, I really love how you uh, you guys are changing the face of of. South African jazz and taking it to the world, you know, that is quite amazing to watch. Um, so while I was doing uh, some a bit of my research, mm. I then uh, stumbled upon a name, Tabo Sikakan. Yes. Turns out that he's your brother. Yes, he is. And he's a trumpeter. Yes. So, and then I was like, oh, this is interesting. So just... Is it a thing that runs in the family, the music thing? How 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 did how did that happen? I think it's a calling, you know. Mm. I think it's just a calling because um I, I don't know any family member that was a musician in my mm. home. 
but not to say that I don't come from a musical family because yeah. you know I come from KZN which is which is really rich in terms of heritage and growing up I've been exposed to a lot of improvised music yeah you know but I guess I guess it was just a calling for my brother as well because I wouldn't say that I you know I'll I said yeah you, do you need it. to pick up the trumpet yeah, yeah. but not that I didn't play a lot of music at home because I mean, I used to practice all the time, and he used to witness that. And, yeah, you know. but what was your influence then? What was your What was your influence in terms of music? Is it something that you just picked up? Was it influenced by your peers around you? Because I mean, I imagine I guess it's if, just my surroundings. Yeah, my surroundings because my family comes from Guanongoma. Mm. And and you know Ganongoma, like the tradition of Zulu music is really is really deep. And, yeah. And you know, growing up, I've been exposed to that. You know, Amahubo and Skatamia. Yeah. Know. Yeah. But just just improvised music, I guess. I guess just growing up w- with that soundtrack, it, it was really easy for me to to relate to the music of John Coltrane because mm. I see a lot of similarities. Yeah, you know, in yeah. that kind of music. Yeah, yeah. And so, looking at your journey now, would you would you say that um, in terms of South African music? Mm. How have you managed to sort of like bring the experiences that you've had outside of South Africa back into the, you know, the authentic South African jazz music? I guess, I guess it's just being conscious, Mm. you know, and you, you, you know, cause you you don't really need to try hard and, you know, Mm. say, well, I want to, bring what is South African because yeah. at the end of the day you are South African. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. need to sort of define myself that I'm I'm a South African saxophonist. Yeah. I think organically it just comes out of my playing, you know, because because I really I really appreciate where I come from mm. and you know and I love home so much in mm. such a way that in everything I do it comes out. Yeah. Yeah. And happy. and how how is the I th- I watched um I watched an interview that you did with Uluyanda mm. and I think at the time he was doing uh connecting generations, generations yes. right yes. and for me that was quite it was quite exciting and so what he's doing now is that he's bringing he's literally connecting generations through music and song right yes. Yes. and how how are you guys as as jazz musicians continuing that legacy because I, I i can see now that the young guys are really coming out strongly you know mm, you guys mm. are really infiltrating the market you're coming out and you're like here we are you know mm. your voices are being heard you know now mm. more than ever mm. and more than anything i think you you are connecting with us that generation that is that back then we used to look at jazz as you know the boring genre for the old people Mm. but we're coming into i mean i love jazz now i'm like a huge fan Mm. of of jazz music so back to my point um how 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 do you see it how do you think that we well you guys are continuing that legacy of educating and you know bringing that music to the younger generation and taking it in that direction Mm. 
Well, I think it's more of like repackaging, but not really bringing anything new, you know. Mm. Because even for us um, to be in this sort of stage is that we we, we learn from the elders. Yeah. We need to emerge from somewhere. We cannot just like, you know, come up as as the new jazz musicians. Mm. But everyone needs to go through a certain process to be qualified to be to be a musician. You yeah, know, yeah, in a way. for sure. Like, mm. for instance, as I mentioned that when I moved to Joburg, mm. I was exposed to a lot of music and gigs through the help of Duduzo Makatini yeah. and Skate, you know. Yeah. And, you know, they are, they are from a different de- generation, mm. but they are helping uh, generations to, you know, to to also get the opportunity to share their stories through mm, music. Mm. And, and I really think um, the generation of today is, 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 <coughs> is, is quite conscious of, of the importance of, of being part of the society yeah. and, and, and also like, and also um, making people understand that they are part of, every contribution that is happening. Mm. It's not like us musicians are the elite people and like people don't have access to us and the music, you know. Yeah, we are just one yeah. community and everyone uh, contributes in a, you know, in a very big way but different way, you mm. know. Because when I go on stage, I, I really rely on someone who's in the audience, you know, to be to be to be in the same space with me and mm. you know like it's more of like collaborating together yeah. you know just yeah. just to work towards towards beauty i mm. guess yeah mm. that is actually interesting because even when i had a conversation with Ndudze, he was talking about this collaboration thing you know mm. with with the audience mm. so and 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 i get it you know it's 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 beautiful because you are in that space and you're relying on the audience to come there with you, mm. you know. Mm. Um, but how how easy is it for you guys? How does it, is it something that comes easy because already when you go, you you go in and you play your instrument and people just, you know, they follow you. The, the audience follows your lead. Or I'm just trying to obviously understand how how that works when you are in that in that element, in that space, and you want to take the audience uh, on that journey with you. I guess I guess it, it works easier if people enter the space knowing what they are there for. Like for instance, you mentioned Ubuntu Duzo Makatini. Um, I don't know if you recall when when we were playing at at um, Artivist. Yeah, he mentioned that as we are here. Um, on the bandstand we'd like to collaborate with you guys and your biggest collaboration can be silence mm. because we believe that music is silence mm. and I think uh, if people understand those sort of uh, uh, if people understand those notions I don't know if I'm yeah putting, yeah, yeah yeah I think we can we we, we are really getting somewhere mm. you know mm. as a community yeah you know mm. okay so I asked you a question and you didn't you didn't answer. <laughs> what was the question? Sorry. I was asking you about um 
your your performance of A Night in D.C. Oh, Because I was quite curious to yeah, know yeah. what that was about. Okay. <laughs> so in 2013, I was... 2012 and 2013, I yeah. was part of a group that was selected at uh, the University of KwaZulu-Natal. Yeah. Um, to... To to have a cultural exchange with with um, with the uh, Virginia Commonwealth uh, University mm. in in Virginia U- United yeah. States yeah yes and then in 2013 we we went to we went to Washington DC mm. where we spent the whole day like sightseeing uh, 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 Washington yeah and then and then later went to a gig to watch Kendrick Scott. And then I guess the song just oh, the song just yeah yeah well the the song just you know just came to me on that very same oh, night. Oh damn! I thought yeah. it was like a story, like there was a. Well, it was a night in DC. You know? <laughs> it was a night in DC, but yeah, I thought yeah. there was you know something spicier. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. <laughs> okay, cool. So, um, and now, so from here, where to from here in terms of? you your brand your music um what what can we expect there's quite a lot there's quite a lot happening for yeah. for me as a sideman and and also as a band leader because i've been working on some music that i plan to record sometime okay and you know i've been i've been i've been really really honored to be part of important uh projects that are happening in south africa mm. one being umgidi Mm. Led by Udabo Zulu, who just graduated uh, from a uh, Norwegian uh, academy in 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 Norway, mm-hmm. and and um, I'm also part of uh, Duduzo Makatini's upcoming record, uh, Letters from the from under, the underworld, from mm. the underworld. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 and and you know. I guess people should keep their ears on the ground because there's quite a lot happening. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's quite exciting. Are you going to play something for us? Yes? Yeah, sure. Because I saw you've got your instrument, so... Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Yeah, so I think for me, I, I had to have this conversation with you because I just felt like we need to get this name out there. Mm. I know that, like, you know, there's a thing about jazz mu- musicians where they just, like, shy away from being on the spotlight. But for me, it was important to put you on the spotlight because I feel like you are one of the forces to be reckoned with, especially as far as South African music and the face of South African jazz music is concerned. I think you guys are the the people that are changing that quite rapidly and you are doing it in a very big and unique way, which I really, really um, admire. And you're going to play something for us? Yeah, sure. And then we're going to close it up. Okay, cool. Cool, thank you.
playing a live saxophone for us. Thank you so much. Thank you for um, what, what did you play for us? Just maybe intro it for us. Uh, it was just improv- improvisation. Ah, just I loved yeah. it. I absolutely loved it. Thank you so Thank much you. for making time and honoring this invite. I know Thank we've you. been going like back and forth trying to make it happen. Thank you for um, the invite. And you brought your saxophone with you. I am so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, and that's it from myself, Vivian, and Linda Skakani uh, on Coffee Conversations with Vivian. Thank you so much for giving us um, your ears. We hope to catch up with you again on the next episode. Mm-hmm.